Hey, Bifrost Bridge fans. Um, I am currently in my home office, uh, and I apologize if you hear noise in the background. The puppy is in the other room watching TV. Like, that's for real. That happens. Uh, But we're about to do, um, I'm about to edit and post uh, the next edition of the Bifrost Bridge podcast. And each week we've been asking, hey, can you guys leave us some feedback? Because we want to do podcasts that, excuse me, that you guys want to hear. And if you're not interested, then, you know, we want to put topics that you guys are interested in hearing about. Here's the problem. Uh, There's no real venue for you guys to leave comments. Since these are just audio podcasts, um, there's not a place for you guys to really leave comments. Uh, even when we post them on the Crossroads Community Church website, crossroadsofjeffersonhills.com, there's no place there for comments. Uh, that's where they're hosted, and from there they get sent to iTunes and Google Play and you know wherever else you may be downloading or listening to them at. Uh, but we do have a Facebook page, the Bifrost Bridge Podcast Facebook page, for you to leave comments there. So if you listen to an episode... And you're like, oh, man, that's cool. Or, no, that's not true. Or, hey, that sucks. Or, why didn't you guys do this? Uh, You can go to the Bifrost Bridge Podcast Facebook page and leave a comment or some feedback. Uh, Now, it really is not cool. It kind of sucks that we can't host them there. Uh, We were going to do our own website. But so many people are on Facebook that uh, the work involved in doing another website website. I've already got a bunch of different websites going that would make it just too labor-intensive. But also, here's the question. We have, I have a Twitter account, Big Fat Pastor, um, on Twitter. Just search on Twitter for Big Fat Pastor. You'll find me. Just Google Big Fat Pastor, and you'll find me on Twitter. You'll find me on Instagram. You'll find me on Facebook. But, I mean, do we need a Twitter account for the Bifrost Bridge podcast? I mean, I don't know. I feel like anything that I tweet out about it would come from me, and I tweet that out. But uh, I want to create a place where you guys can give feedback so it's not just us, you know, hollering out to you guys all the times so that you can, quote-unquote, holler back uh, at us and let us know, you know, what was good, what was bad, what you want to see more of. Uh, Here's another tidbit of news. We currently... For our Crossroads Community Church website, we have a um, a camera that we use to live stream uh, our Sunday services. That camera is is pretty cool camera. It's kind of like camera studio in one. Uh, we just got some equipment, so we're going to be able to take that on the road. And we hope that in a podcast or two, um, there still be there will still be an audio podcast. But then on our Facebook page, the video will be posted. So wherever you're listening to the audio podcast, you can still get it there. The video we're going to post on YouTube and we're going to post it on our Facebook page. 
And we'll see how that goes. If you guys are still into that, now here's the thing. If you guys have been listening for a while, you know these conversations we have, sometimes it's me sitting in my home office, sitting in a chair, sitting somewhere, and, and we're digging into stuff. Sometimes it's me and Corey on our way to the gym, me, Corey, and Ben, me, Corey, Ben, and John, or whoever, and we're in a car, we're sitting in Denny's, and we're having these conversations. So when it's feasible, um, we're going to try to do the video, but it's not going to be uh, like a lot of the YouTube videos you see where there's all this cool graphics and editing and the pictures are captured in. It's going to be what has made us us. Us having some down-to-earth conversations, talking about geeky stuff, talking about tech, talking about comics, talking about gaming, talking about movies, and talking about you know how that impacts our faith or even if it doesn't or how it's okay to be, you know, a geek and and to, you know, want to hear the gospel. There's nothing wrong with it. So we're going to keep doing that. We want to find more creative ways to get content to you, which we're going to continue to do. We just want you guys to tell us what you want to hear more of or what you've heard too much of or what you, you know, uh, want to share your insights with. Uh, we look forward to hearing from you guys. But this week... Um, the podcast is regarding Arcadia Quest, which some of you may have played. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just played it over the last couple of weeks two times, and I'm trying to get them to play it again, but, you know, everyone's like, no, let's play a new game. Uh, and no, they don't all sound, all sound like that. But um, so when we get together this week with, you know, some of our friends, some of you who listen regularly, you know, we have a weekly dinner where we get together, we hang out, we have dinner together. It's uh, right now, it's about four or five families. We're getting ready to add another guy and his daughter to come hang out with us. I uh, encourage you guys to do the same. Have weekly dinners together. Have get-togethers with people. Get to know people. Uh, talk about stuff you're interested in. Share your insights and your likes and your dislikes. And sometimes we get into great debates. Sometimes we eat and leave. Sometimes we're there till late at night playing games. It just depends. It's what people do. It's what you do with your friends. You hang out. Uh, but... They didn't want to play Arcadia Quest again because we played it the last few times. They want to move on to try other new games. And I'm going to have a friend of mine. Uh, her name is Ellen on the podcast. Who She is as much a geek as I am, as you know, Ben is, as Corey is. And for those of you who have heard from Corey, he's like our video game you know, geekologist. Uh, you, all kinds of video games, um, handheld and, and, you know... TV ones and online, um, and as much as he is into that, and as much as I am into comics, that's how much she is into games, especially board games of all types, D&D, Kadia Quest, uh, she threw out like six other recommendations, and I was like, can you speak English, I'm, I'm not, you know, by game yule. I don't speak English and gaming yet, I know of a couple of games, I play some of the games, but she's on a whole other level. Like she could have a master's or a doctorate in board games of every type. So I'm going to get her on the podcast because she's got a pretty cool venture that she's getting ready to to step out in. And I think you guys would really be interested in it. And um, yeah, it would be great to get some feedback from you guys. But for right now, um, we we're playing Arcadia Quest because we haven't been able to just get schedules together to advance in one of the, I think, two or three campaigns we have going now. Uh, we have two active ones, and a third one we just 
are trying to get started, but you know, schedules can't come together. So we said, Hey, well, let's play another game. Let's play Arcadia quest. And, um, yeah, that brought up this conversation that you're about to hear up next on the Bifrost Bridge podcast. Okay, so we're 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 having this conversation uh, about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, we've already done a podcast about it a while back. I will have to go back and get you the number of what podcast that was. But we're having another one uh, because we were talking about using some unearthed arcana for an upcoming campaign, and this whole topic came up. And then Ben just hit us with this. Go. Okay, so question i put to floyd was you know is the does the church the big c church still view dungeons and dragons as like a you know a, a realm of, of evil doing and you answered by saying i don't think they do there might be some and then i asked i don't know are there still is it possible <laughs> that in this day and age that the church still looks at this gaming thing as like an entrance to witchcraft. <laughs> and then you said... And I said, yeah. So about six or seven years ago, um, at our church, we did a spiritual spiritual gift assessment at a retreat. And among things such as yoga, voodoo, witchcraft, um, a lot of Eastern and or pagan things was listed Dungeons and Dragons, which made me cock my head because I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons since I was about 18 years old. I've been playing since I was about 15. And I've been playing since last year. <laughs> and I had to stop and think, well, how, if, if anything, Dungeons and Dragons is leading kids away from any situations in which they would be exposed to uh, harmful things like, you know, women, uh, <laughs> primarily, but also you know, drugs and alcohol and that kind of stuff. Because usually when you're playing D&D, you're just hanging out in the basement with friends pretending that you're an awesome barbarian or a magical wizard. And not that I am the end-all and be-all of all memes on the internet, but I have yet to see one with people playing D&D and getting high. It's like those two things just... (laughs) I've done it. (laughs) I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it's just not like an everyday thing. Those things just don't go together too much. Well, because the rules to D&D are so complex that if you were high, it would be a very, very difficult... Yeah, you need all your mental faculties in order to... Uh, that being I said... Cannot, I cannot remember if it was difficult or not. That being said, Corey and I did have a, a drinking match where we also we then proceeded to have a goblin slaying competition, which was one and of we the were, most fun we times we were drinking had. during that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Look, real real life drinking, and I had a... But I, I just... I just... And I can understand the thinking behind if you do, you know, things that have an open doorway to witchcraft then you know obviously the church's view and the bible's view is that witchcraft is not of god it's their god's view is hey that's not from me that's from the other spiritual forces that are against me and it's not just that they're against him they're against humanity and no matter what they promise um you know they lead to harmful things as in all the magical lore there's a price to using magic and there usually is uh but and that's a whole other podcast, Does Magic Exist? Because I totally believe it does. But anyway, 
uh, I'm just finding it difficult to believe that that in the church with and it's with the understanding of what D and D is, we've come so far before no one knew what it was. Yeah. But with the understanding of what it is, that it's people literally sitting around a table saying interactive book. Yeah, it's interactive up to tell a story. Yeah, and there's no different than kids who would sit and just pretend to be whatever knights. Um, I'll tell you what, I'd much rather whatever. my children, be, or, or if I have, whenever I have children, if I have children, be playing Dungeons and Dragons and learning like skills like using math better, having better comprehension, mm-hmm. than sitting in front of a game shooting things. Like, and I, I get, I, I understand because uh, a while back um, when I was working for a, a corporate company, they sent everyone through this thing where part of the training was yoga. Which I'm not opposed to yoga, but that aspect of yoga was leading into like meditation and pulling on higher spiritual beings to enhance your blah blah blah, all this kind of stuff. And that's where I was like, I, I drew a line. I was like, that's that's not for me. But again, not every form of yoga exercise thing is is based in reaching a higher spiritual plane by accessing spiritual forces. A lot of it's just exercise. Yeah. Uh, in fact, in the, you know, in the current world, I'm pretty sure it's exercise. predominantly exercise unless you, know, you have a teacher that knows the religious aspects of it. Which yeah. But, and this is where the church goes off, because the church looks and says, hey, you're doing yoga, you don't know that that is based in spiritual things trying to access spiritual forces and the people that are even teaching it are like yeah you're right I don't know that I'm trying to teach people how to stretch and be healthier <laughs> and we're gonna go have some gluten free shots after you know I mean they're thinking Get some kale yeah hey, hell. kale is a fine green and I liked kale before it was cool hipsters so. love kale <laughs> no I liked it before the hipsters I like a kale milkshake I'm like, a, kale. I'm like a proto hipster <laughs> we'll edit all that out of the <laughs> But, uh, so, I, I don't know that a lot of churches do, but I, I'm, I'm changing to I just saw a lot of churches post today about that Netflix show. Which one? Uh, the suicide one? 13 Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. On how it's steeped in sin and cursing and sexual it's stuff. It's an eye-opener. And I was a little offended. I'm like, seriously? The church is coming up against this? And they were like, don't watch this. Or... You know, read this article about what it steeped in before you watch this. And I'm like, wait a second. The whole purpose of that show, and I'm not saying it's it's 100% legit or documentary, is to show you that, yeah, those are the things your high school kids are doing. They're talking about sex, they're having sex, they're bullying one another, like and said. some of them are thinking about killing themselves. So rather than say, don't watch this, I would rather say, hey, you need to watch this and have some serious discussions with your kids as you watch it. It's an eye-opener. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't know that that's what their, you know, high school-age kids are doing. Put up blinders. I'm not ready for my kid to be... My little Jim, my little Timmy would never do that. (laughs) Ever. He he would never try and and summon the devil by playing Dungeons & Dragons. He'd never do it. Well, a lot of the fear goes back to, I think, one or two incidents and one or two prominent theologians in the 80s when Dungeons & Dragons was sort of in its heyday 
70s and 80s. Yes, Gary um, Gygax, the fat nerd, was trying to summon Beelzebub in his basement. Well, and the, the, main, the, the main reason why any attention at all was drawn to it was that, I don't know who, but a prominent uh, Christian theologian basically said, you shouldn't be able to choose your alignment. Like, that was the part he was hung up on. Not really any of the stuff that had to do with demon summoning or anything like that. But basically, like, you should, you should just be good and fight evil. And in Dungeons and Dragons, one of the things that makes it cool is that there are nine different alignments that have to do with chaos and law and good and evil. Let's recite them. Or neutrality. No, it's okay. They, yeah. they can Google that if they want. <laughs> okay. But, um, you know, and you can pick what alignment you are. And depending on what you do in the game, your alignment may change. So just like in real life, if you do too many awful things, you might just become an awful person. The same thing happens in Dungeons and Dragons. And, and he took a... Uh, a very hardline stance against that. No, everybody should be good and they should always fight evil. And the fact that you can choose and that there's moral ambiguity is sort of contrary to, to the teachings of the church at that time. And well, there were one or two isolated incidents, or maybe just one urban legend, I think, where people... I've never actually, like, found source yeah, of Yeah, it's it. not really documented, but everybody knows about some group of nerds that dressed up in their nerd clothes and went out and, like, got so into the game or on drugs or whatever that they killed each other but I don't know that that's even a yeah, confirmed I've never story. ever seen any and I've never researched it either yeah. what did they kill each other with dice well game. they were like I guess pretending to be or got so high that they thought they were in the game and were fighting each other for real but it sounds to me like an urban legend and like Corey I haven't really researched it because it sounds kind of goofy um, but maybe know. something did happen I don't know look at the average D&D player <laughs> yeah I'm saying most geeks don't have enough strength to beat each other to death. I was gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just calling it like it is, you know. For the record, we just came from the gym, so. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. I want to be able to fight like my D&D. Right, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've been playing, I'm, I'm 28, and I've been playing D&D since I was 15. So. But then when you take it to that level, that's where Dagger here comes in. That's a whole other story. Yeah, we could do that as another podcast. Oh, okay, but I mean, that's where you break out the swords and you go toe-to-toe. And, yeah. Yeah. But then after, like, five minutes of dagger, you're not going to have the strength to beat each other at that <laughs> either, so... And foam swords are awfully hard to kill someone with. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've felt like I've broken <laughs> stuff that Corey has whacked me with his seven-foot sword. <laughs> I like my sword. It's broken, though. So, with... I would like. That's maybe we should do some homework and see what we can find out. Yeah, research and post a uh, update on where well, the yeah, urban legend I'm, comes from. I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't think there's enough valid information. If the church is going to be against dagger here, I mean Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons for people pretending to be what they are, they should be against all the GI Joe figures where people pretend to be soldiers and pretend to kill other soldiers. Uh, they should be against every action figure ever made where people pretend to beat up, do whatever. Uh, they definitely should be against, you know, and some some of them might be against the whole Disney, uh, what was the, uh, the Magic Broom Fantasia? Oh, yeah. What? The movie what about Disney Fantasia? made? What about Fantasia? Well, I'm saying if they're against that kind of thing, they should be against... They're against Fantasia uh, because of the ending. Don't spoil the ending. No spoilers. We don't do spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> do you know how old that movie is? Not for newborn kids who are like, you know, five or six. Do you have five or six year olds listening to your podcast? We might. Because so. we're talking about D&D. Right. Yeah, how old is that movie? I watched it when I was under ten. I don't know. 
Oh. Didn't they do a remake? They did a, a, a live-action version no, recently. No, the, the one I watched... I'm talking about. It might be the, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. They did a live-action no, Sorcerer's that Apprentice. That is not even the one that I know the one that they're upset about. They're upset about the very end where they do that one... I forget the name of the song, but a demon comes out of a volcano and starts summoning a whole bunch of evil things. And yeah. That, that creeped that, me out. <laughs> uh, oh, it creeped me out as a child, but... Every 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 Disney princess movie then should be banned by the church because there's always a witch magic, and an yeah. evil queen and mm-hmm. the magic and all that stuff. But the understanding is that that stuff is not real, and Disney's not trying to say we want to entice your kids to go out and be evil, you know, princesses and cast. If spells anything, this should scare the crap out of you to not do that because mm-hmm. it's it was I was I saw it when I was like eight or nine. It was not pleasant. But well, and the whole idea is it's 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 not real. So exactly, it's it's enjoy the beautiful animation and the music. But you're supposed the to. other the other aspect too could be that the church was especially like in the in the latter half of the 20th century very concerned with um, cultural norms too, not just religious things. I mean, they were if you were acting outside of the mainstream, you were generally seen as a an outcast and, and usually outcast from the greater church because so many more people identify as being Christian at that time. So sitting in your basement pretending to be a wizard or a sorcerer was, was probably, in addition to the religious overtones of black magic, was also just something that, you know, you didn't want your children doing because you wanted to be you wanted them to be the captain of the football team or yeah. you know, at least go out and do something and that was perceived as, as a being possible normal. mental health. Yes. <laughs> now to defend the church, I'm going to step on the side of the church as a pastor and defend the church. Mm-hmm. And just like everything else in our world and in our culture, uh, we learn more as time goes on. Mm-hmm. So when something weird does come up and it's somehow associated with a thing that God has said, hey, this is not cool, then I can understand the church saying, no, stay away from that. As more information comes out and you find out more about it, then I can understand, okay, that that's there's nothing wrong with doing that thing. So mm-hmm. initially, I mean, now understanding what Dungeons and Dragons is, I'm sure if anyone explained it to someone else, they was like, oh, that's that's you're basically sitting there pretending to be something and you're role playing a game, um, and you're not actually. I'm gonna cast a spell on Corey's knight. I'm not actually recanting and saying some weird spell and you know i mean mixing up a potion and 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 calling on you know whatever gods to do it nope you're just digging through a massive rule book to find the exact yeah. situation and literally and saying a couple dice i just cast lightning bolts on you and blew up four of you guys and then we move on with the game so <laughs> I, I do think it's fair to mention just to touch the alignments that he talked about it is it is completely possible to play a completely evil campaign where you kill everybody like but the same is true to play right. where you're, you know, soldiers or where you're right. mercenaries or where you're pirates, which every kid has played. Uh-huh. Or, I just want to explain. I don't know about today. It's completely possible to do Where you play pirates and you're like, I'm a pirate. I'm going to go and, you know, do whatever and find a buried treasure. Or I just stole this pot of gold and I'm going to go bury it. So the same. Did you rob this, a leprechaun? What are you getting a pot of gold? Oh, whatever. You know, <laughs> just let him go. Okay. That was in your, your he's a, prejudice he's a rookie. against Let's short not people. Explain. <laughs> what? That was in your prejudice against short people. Yes, I had a paladin that was prejudiced against short people. Yeah. So he would he would have robbed a leprechaun. 
but in any case, he was a paladin. He wouldn't have robbed somebody. He was just prejudiced. In any case, I, I can understand an initial thing that's put out where the church is saying, "Hey, that's not good." Depending on how it's presented to the church. Mm-hmm. But again, as with anything, as we learn more about it and time goes on, and it's like, oh, that's that's harmless. No need to worry about that. Like for a while, people used to throw a fit at me because I let Brandon play Pokemon. Pokemon, yeah. They're like, oh, your son's going to hell. How is Pokemon in any way evil? Because it came from the infidels in Japan. Oh gosh, (laughs) that's sarcasm. (laughs) We're gonna we're gonna edit that out. (laughs) That's why. Okay. Sarcasm. All right, so uh, I just want to go around and say I don't think the church as a whole is against D&D. I think individuals who don't understand D&D might be opposed to it. Um, with the exception of whoever wrote that spiritual gifts test that you were taking. <laughs> well, it could have been out of the 80s. I don't know. Yeah, it could have been. It probably was dated, you know. Maybe one back. day for our podcast we'll record a session so you can hear how boring it can get. I just thought it was funny because it was like it was a list literally fifty or sixty items long and I was just like, Yep, 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 done that one. No, not this one, this one, this one, but yep, that. <laughs> so I don't know. And most of them are things I consider harmless things. So I, and then Dungeons and Dragons was there, which was like the most harmless of all of them, and I, I said, What? What? Why? I don't know. Anyway. That's just me. <laughs> okay, I think it was the aspect of, oh, magic, which, you know, according to the Bible is, is wrong, but I think it was the understanding, of, oh, that you're sitting there trying to do magic when it's not. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, it, that's, that's, it's in no way... You're imagining that your yeah. character is... They're thinking more like a Ouija board or something. Right. I think that's that was their thinking. They did come out around the same time, I think. That was, or at least the was Ouija more, board was marketed around that. That it was more, instead of a a role-playing game that it was more of an occult game. Mm-hmm. And so I could understand their defense and I think the people that still think that today just don't know what it is. Yeah, because no one's given them any other different information to conflict or contradict whatever they had before. They're still viewing it as an occult game. So lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Uh, which number one... Problem in the world? Problem on the planet. Lack of effective communication. <laughs> And on that note, so uh, my 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 barbarian dine will enjoy killing bandits and other things. And Good. my my <laughs> peace out. My monk will. Uh, my monk did not try to kill a five year old. That is false. That is totally we're good. done. We're done. We're I'll done. The facts. <laughs> Okay, I'm the coolest.